Welcome to Daily Bread for Your Soul. This is the station where you will receive information for your spirit, soul, and body. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another podcast today. Welcome to your Daily Bread for Your Souls today. Uh, we have a wonderful guest here with us today. This is Pastor Barry Jackson. Um, I'm going to introduce a beautiful woman, a gorgeous woman, my friend, my <laughs> lover, my everything. And uh, I'm just enjoying what I'm going uh, to introduce someone. But um, I just want to tell you, God bless. I just want to do this for my wife, Pastor Linda Jackson. Go ahead, Pastor. Go ahead. Bring that word God today. Bless you, sweetheart. We face and thank God for my husband, uh, Pastor Barry Jackson, the prophet. We want to praise and thank God for all our followers and our listeners. We praise and thank God for you. And we pray that this podcast has been a blessing to you and that you will share it and you will let people know that this podcast is not like any other podcast. Yes. Because we like to minister to the souls of people to give you knowledge and understanding of what God is doing in this in this new season, this new dispensation. Yes, he is. And he's been pouring into my husband and I ever since the pandemic started. Yes. And um, we're just going to um, jump right into what he has been showing uh, my husband and I since wee hours of the morning. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, and 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 um, some things he's been showing us this morning, and we just want to um, take you into the books. Well, first, before I take you into the scripture, what we're going to be um, discussing is love and compassion one to another. Yes. Um, yes. If anything, we need to have this now. And this why, season, why is it so prevalent for us to have love and compassion towards one another? Because that's who God is. But no, but why do we need to have it towards each other, though? We know God is love and compassion. But shouldn't we have love and compassion towards one another, too, as well? And we're going well? to represent him. We need to represent him well. And so scriptures tell us this. And we are supposed to be transformed from the old man. Yes. And the way we used to treat one another in the world, we should never, ever, ever do it in the household of faith. So that means I, 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 I tell you that I love you today, but tomorrow I'm angry with you. You could say the words. You can say it and don't mean it. Ooh. Because I was raised up from the old school. Yes. Talk is cheap. Yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. Oh, yes. Come on. Talk is cheap. And so, show me that you love me the way you say you do. Yes. And just don't tell it to me. It's nice to hear. Don't get me wrong. It's nice to hear. But it's better when it's shown, when we can show it one to another. And I, I just want to um, elaborate on uh, a couple of scriptures. I'm going to start off with Ecclesiastics 4. 9 and 10, and it says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, 
The one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he have not another to help him up. And so there is a reward when we are working together. They always said that two hands make a four, two people make the workload light or something to that effect. Yes. Two heads are better than one. one. Yes. Um, it makes the labor much easier when you have more than one. Working together, helping one another. God has called us the household of faith. He has given us talents and he has given us gifts. Our talents have been set in us to make an increase for God, to do an increase for God, to, to, to start a business, if you will. Go ahead. That we would bring in financial gains for the kingdom of God. You cannot have any kingdom without finances. So true. That's true. So he's given his children talents. Yes, he has. And so the Lord had pressed upon my heart that we ought to be helping one another in our ministries together, in our businesses together, helping each other's with um, each other's uh, visions, and um, to, to help to come to pass, to helping one another. And what we have done is we have brought in the old man and to the church and to the body of Christ and we bought that old man and that old mind stinking thinking that, oh, I ain't going to help them. I, or who you're covering? And you don't pay tithes and offering with me and all this okay. stuff. Okay. Now, when you said that we bring the old man with us, so that letting us know right off the top that we have not renewed our mind. Yes, sir. And we have no uh, sense of compassion, no sense of love towards someone that we say that we do, but right. we're in really reality, we don't. No, we don't. Um, then God, God said, okay, you know what? I want you to go and bless that family, the mother with mm -hmm. one child. She's the there and she got five other children. Mm -hmm. Now I want you to go in your pocket and mm -hmm. give her $70 mm -hmm. to buy some groceries or exactly. you go to the store, buy her some groceries mm -hmm. and bring it to the house and knock on the door and leave. Mm -hmm. You ain't got to show your face, but do what I ask you to mm -hmm. do. You're supposed to have compassion and love towards her. Come on now. You're supposed to have renewed your mind and changed your old ways. That's right. You are right. A lot of people say, no, I'm not going to help that, that sister because mm -hmm. she's all doing this and that. Mm -hmm. But you got to remember when you was in that situation as well, mm -hmm. that you needed help from God and God sent someone for you to give you some milk, to mm -hmm. give you some cereal, to mm -hmm. give you some meat, mm -hmm. to make sure, and you have some eggs in the morning to make sure that you mm -hmm. and your kids eat. Mm -hmm. You can't say you've done everything on your own. None of us can say that because we really have to sit back That's and look at true. what God has done for us mm -hmm. even when we were sinners in the world. In the world. And right. we were doing wrong. Mm -hmm. And we know we were doing wrong. We know we messed up the money. We know we mm -hmm. spent it on stupid stuff. Mm -hmm. But God made sure that the next three or four days that you have a meal on that table for you and your kids. Mm hmm and it ain't about you getting on your back. It ain't about you doing what you need to do. Mm -hmm. You have to trust God. You said you was praying and you was on your knees at night praying. Mm -hmm. Well, God came through for you. Why can't you do, have the same kind of compassion towards someone else that's less fortunate than you, 
No one raised her up to show her about Christ, but that's why God have you to come in, to step in and do what God asked you to do. You hit on something when you said that uh, you was in that position. You are in a position. Even if you had to go to a soup kitchen, God had always placed somebody in place, have somebody in place that can help you with something. If you don't have it, it's because you didn't go after and seek after it. But God has placed soup kitchens in place. He has placed uh, shelters in place. He has put pantries in place. He put these things in place. So that way, um, if someone is in need, they have something, place to go Go. to. So now that you have been risen up and you're doing better. Yes, come on. And you can go to the grocery store. And you can buy you a little something here and there. God said, you go back and you get your brethren. Yes. Come on. And you get your brethren and you help them. You're supposed to. In some capacity. So when God gives you a directive, and this is what I have been talking to people for years, that, that directive is just as significant as Scripture because God is speaking. Yes, he is. Whether it's through the Bible or through you personally. Disobedience is disobedience. So if God's given you a directive. Yes, he is. To say go and even take your last. And believe me, listeners, my husband and I is not going to minister on things that we don't do and have not done and still doing. Yes, we are. Because we don't come across as hypocrites. Because I got an answer to the Father. I got to deal with him. He deals with me harshly. He deals with us harshly. Yes. If we don't do what we're supposed to do. Yes, he does. And so, and so, when God gives you a directive. Yes. That even take your last, because we've been there. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm talking about seed time and harvest. The reason why a lot of folk in the body of Christ is still scrambling, because you don't understand the significance of seed time and harvest and how it should be implemented. Yes. When God gives you directions to tell you where to plant in good soil, he'll tell you where to go and put what he wants you to put in good soil. That way, your harvest going up because the obedience of you. Obedience. First of all, that's the excellent soil. You can never get no soil better than obedience. Ooh, that's awesome. And so as you go forward, and say, okay, God, and you don't hesitate. Come tell you what my husband and I do. We don't hesitate. We drop everything when we get a 911 from God. Yes, we do. I don't care what needs to be paid or what have you. And we have taken our last and didn't have food for ourselves. We're telling you what we live. And we have done it. We have done it. We have done it. And I tell you, because our heart was in a good place, Yes, when we did it. We was, did it with a cheerful heart, and we did it quickly. God tripled it before we even gave it away. Wait. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Because me and my husband standing in a grocery store saying, boy, I wish we had more money. We could get him this. We could get him that. We can get the gift card for this amount of money. We can do this. We standing there upset with ourselves because we had no more to give, and we forgot we ain't had nothing. Amen. 
Amen. Praise Come on, God. Come on, baby. Come on. Tell the and truth. And because our heart was in the right place, God tripled it before we can mm. release the blessing to someone else. Because this mm. is so significant, and I want my listeners to hear this. God will use each other. He will use us to, be, to answer someone's prayer. Prayer. Because we have to realize that when God asks us to do something, he ain't asking you to do something out of, out of norm. He asking you because the simple fact is he knows that you should do it. You really should do it. Because should, he wants to bless have, you. He wants to, he wants to overflow you. That's it. But you want you don't want your overflow. You don't want your pocket to keep on flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing. You just want a little a little bit here, a little bit of there, just a little bit of sprinkle here, a little sprinkle there. No, I don't want no sprinkles. Listen, I want my faucet to keep on flowing and Hello. flowing and flowing Hello. and flowing. Hello. I don't want it to stop. Mm-hmm. Because see, one thing once it starts stopping. Now I got to check myself. Where, That's where, right. Where, where I didn't give what I supposed to give. That's right. I, I held back from doing what I supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't give because I was I was being cheap and stingy. Wanted a mm. coffee in the morning. I, I next thing I know I I didn't do what he asked me to do. I, I mm. looked at Linda and said, No, Linda, don't don't give this money away to the mm. people because we got this bill to pay. Mm. See, I I come up with all these excuses. But then when, I, when, when I'm in a tight situation now, I, I need God to help me get out this tight situation. But he told me, if you done those five things as I asked of you, mm. you wouldn't be in that situation that Come you're in. Because the simple fact is, I would have blessed you in all five of your situations. That's right. All five of them. Mm-hmm. He would have blessed you in your stubbornness. He would have blessed you in mm-hmm. this way, this way, this mm-hmm. way. All five of them. You would have got blessed yes. because the simple fact is you did everything with a joyful heart. That's it. And he looked at your heart and said, oh, you know what? Since, this, since your heart is bitter and, and cheap and stingy and everything else, mm-hmm. you can't do it. You're not going to do it. Then you crying to me about you want to be blessed. How am I going to bless you when you never released? See, <laughs> one, thing, one thing I'm learning and one thing I'm, 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 I'm a pastor myself. We can't always take. We have to reverse mm. the hand. Mm-hmm. We have to give. Mm-hmm. We can't always take. Mm-hmm. We have to reverse the hand. Mm-hmm. By reversing the hand means that we are sending our hand out to other people mm-hmm. to help other people. Mm-hmm. To get up on their feet. If I help 10 people to become millionaires, that's $10 million coming back to me. Mm-hmm. If you know it or not, I don't have to work the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. If I know how to get 10 or 20 people Invest it and learn how to make money, to make money, to make mm-hmm. money, to mm-hmm. make money. Mm-hmm. Now, what they made, maybe not all 20 will plant back into me, but at least I could get five or seven of them plant back into me. I got $7 million. And if the others don't plant or even none of them plant, guess what? The Father's going to oh, release it from heaven, heaven because this is what we live. Come on, baby. This is what come we on, did. Come I'm on, I'm telling you. Because if you got to learn how to help one another. Nobody no. can outbeat God given. I'm telling no. you what me come and my on. husband live. Come on, come it on. It is powerful. And I'm telling you, pastors, when God gives you a directive to give, it is not for you to go to the congregation and get an offering for them because he did not tell it to them. He told it to you. So you need to reach in your financial pocket. 
If you have a spouse, you tell your spouse, thus saith the Lord. If your spouse give you a headache, you still got to obey God yep. regardless because God yep. will deal with that disobedient spouse. That's I don't job. care how cross-eyed they look at you, how they how they got their mouth all poke out or what have you. You are going to curse your, your house. house if you don't obey God. You're going to curse it. Now, I'm telling you and now, God will deal it. with the disobedient spouse. Yes, you cannot love anyone more than you love God. And if God gave you a directive, he didn't ask you to go in there and call them up and find out what their situation is. That is not the, the word that God gave you. He said give. He said go and give them X, Y, and Z. That's it. And you need to do it. And if you like my husband and I, you'll go beyond what God asks you. Yes. Me and my husband have done that many a times. You have we, to go. We forgot beyond. about any kind of bills. We just digged in and said, well, and this, the, so this person need this, this person need that. And so we went on and, and, and we just did what we felt in our heart to do. And with, because of that, God has, he said, you think you can outgive me, you can outbeat me giving? Nope. And one thing I learned too, uh, Pastor, is that since we've been married and we've been doing this here for a long time, I, I'm reaping rewards from it. Yes, we are. And, and I sit back and I look at what God said. God said, plant over here. Mm -hmm. And I go and plant over there. God said, Barry, I want you to plant over here. But sometimes I don't want you to plant your, your, your money. I want you to plant your gift and talent That's over right. there. That's right. That's I want right. your gift and talent to That's be right. planted over there. That's my gift right. and talent is, is doing my podcasts God and, my and videotaping. Now, I'm going to show y'all by me doing that, I get rewards from both ends. That's it. He said, use the finances and the gift and talent that I gave you. Now, I'm reaping rewards because the simple fact is now I'm reciprocating to me because I reciprocated to them. Mm -hmm. And once they get on their feet, they look at me like, you know what? I got to leave, I leave an offering. I have to send them something in the mail. And see, that's the key. There are too many, and this is why we're here today to talk about there are too many. God said, didn't I heal 10? And only one came back to thank me. One. We have blessed, and I have to say, and this is a small number, over thousands of people. And not one came back and overflow with a blessing in our lives. Only one person. Mm -hmm. And she lives in uh, uh, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Only one person blessed us with an overflow. Yes. Everybody else maybe gave a, a little dribs and drabs. But what we had gave is not comparison. It's not. It's not and so Linda. that's why we're here today. To let you to know. To let you know yep. that the Bible tells us so. in Galatians 6 and 10. And it says, as we have therefore opportunity... Let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. And there's no exception. Ain't got nothing to do. And this is where religion has caused damage. Ooh. Are you who I you're covering? I got to call your pastor. I got to, well, you don't pay tithes and offering and this and that. And I ain't seen you in church. You haven't done this and that. And don't you stop church hopping and all of this stuff. This is not what God calling us to do. That's religion talking. 
See, and when it's when, not scripture. And when we talk about scripture, we're ta- we're going to talk about the word. We have to live this word. That's right. We have to walk this word. We That's have to right. digest this word. We have to meditate on this word. We have to read it daily. Daily. And one thing about reading this word, it will it will check you. It will check you. If you want to be checked. Oh too. no, it, it will check you. If you mm. don't want to be checked, it's still going to check you. True to that. Because your heart is mm. going to let you know what your mind needs to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, your heart going to let your mind need to hear. Because the simple fact is, you know, deep down in your heart, you're supposed to have blessed that family. That's right. And you didn't do it. You I know you're supposed to have been a blessing towards that family. You didn't do it. You know you're supposed to have been a blessing towards that family or towards that person where your gifts and talent could have helped them because they, they probably needed some plumbing done. And you're a good plumber. And you, don't, and you wanted to charge them because the simple fact is they didn't have the money. God didn't tell you to go over there and charge them. He said, go over there and fix uh, their pipes. God okay, said, now. God said the electrician over there Come to fix now. their electricity. That's right. God sent a carpenter to fix their, their, their furniture. Mm-hmm. You went over there and started charging them. Mm-hmm. But God didn't tell you that. Now you can't get no blessing because the simple fact is you got it now. That's right. You're you, reaping you, the you, rewards. You're your reaping own the rewards. That's you're it. reaping the rewards That's now. It. That's it. That's it. That's all you getting is what you charge them. If mm. you charge them two hundred, that's all you getting. Now you you talking about well that ain't enough. Well, you shouldn't have charged them. Uh-huh. But God could have gave you triple that. Come on with it. He could have tripled that for you. Come on within with a day. That's right. A day is a thousand years to him. A day is a thousand years. It's just like you a thousand years. Just like a thousand years. Mm-hmm. You need to really check yourself because the simple fact is your gifts and talents is still another way of bringing money into your house. Mm-hmm. Yes, you get, right. you, you get paid on your job. Mm-hmm. But God says, since you're an electrician and this person needs some, some uh, uh, help, help and mm-hmm. stuff, you need to go over there and help them. Mm-hmm. If the church is at looking for an electrician, you should be the first one to raise your hand. You know what? What do you need? Let me go fix that for you for free. Come on Let me now. go put that in there for free. Come on Let now. me go put these fans in here for free. That's because right. Because I know that God's going to bless me. He's going to bless me. Even though I'm not looking for it now, but somewhere down the line, God's gonna there's going to be a me. check in the mail or God's going to bless me some kind of way. With your way. health. Oh, and your health. Oh, my God. God will bless you with your health. Come on, I'm telling you what I live. Supernatural healing. Healings. And one thing I'm learning from, from, from doing this mm-hmm. and walking this walk is that we have to learn, and I, I stay with it, and, I, and, I, and I'm talk, I'll talk to all pastors, please learn how to give. That's right. Please learn how to plant a seed in someone else's, else's life. life. Because what you have done for them, you don't realize that you give them an envelope, they will break down and start crying. And God get glory. And God will get the glory because you done fed them. You gave them money for rent. You gave them money for some food. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the wife wants. I don't care what the husband said. If God told you to give, you better you give. give. I don't care what God said, Barry, I want you to give. Linda, I'm giving this here. So you take that out the budget or whatever the case may be. I got to take care of this That's here. It. And one thing that Go I ahead, love Pastor. about you, my husband, because God speaks to his sons about these things quicker yes, than the wives. Yes, and he, he has t- spoken to my husband, being that he's a prophet also, and I've told my husband time and time again who to go and bless. And then one thing that I love about my husband is he come to me 
and he says, uh, Linda, God told me to do X, Y, Z, and Z. I said, well, you better do it because you're not going to curse my house. And so well, as I... do what? You ain't going to curse my house. Come on. So as I released him with a spirit of love being free, loving and compassion, and being free to flow with God. Yes. He's comfortable now. He's not, he's not in turmoil and saying, oh, my God, I got to have all this nagging and looks and, 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 and sarcasm and all yes. this stuff in my mm-hmm. household. And so I'm telling the wives that you've got to trust God and trust the man that God has placed in your life. And if God told him to do something, you need to trust the process. Yes. And release him to do it that he may do it with joy and not with grief. Yes, come on. And don't do it at all. And then you start whining and crying to him because this is not being taken care of. God will bless you in ways that don't, money don't have anything to do with it. Come on. God will bless you where people will give you favor. And your situation. But you've got to learn to trust God. You've got to learn to trust God. You've got to renew your mind so you can learn to trust God. See, a lot of times we don't, we want to trust him, but we're afraid to trust him. And when we get afraid to trust him, we don't know how to step out and trust him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yes, I I, I want to trust God, but I, I got... I got my finger behind my back crossed. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, I, or I, I, got my, I, got, I got my fingers crossed and just wishing that this would happen for me. And at times when I have to release, God said, baby, release it to them. I release it freely and with, with love and kindness. Mm-hmm. And I get more in return mm-hmm. than ever before. And mm-hmm. I, I can sit back and I can look at all what we have accomplished Mm. in this year mm. and, and, and the next next five or ten years that's in our lives, that God is opening up doors mm. and closing other doors. Mm-hmm. And when I mean he opened the door up, he opened it up. Now I don't have no sorrows. I don't have no headaches. I have mm-hmm. no aggravation. I don't have none of that stuff. And it's a blessing to me that this is happening for me. And I just want to tell God, thank you for all what he's doing in my life. Hmm. And, and it's a blessing that he sees that I can do it with do it with good health, with love, compassion, understanding, mm-hmm. not being uh, sorrow about it, being mm-hmm. upset about it, mm-hmm. but showing the compassion of love of Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us to be helpers one to another. Come on. Yes. We have to follow scripture. It yes. doesn't make sense to me that you go to church, you give your life to God, but you don't want to trust him. And most of all, you don't want to apply scripture to your life. You've got to apply it. You've got to work the word. Work the word because it's truth. And it's not going to, it's the word of God that's not going to come back to him void Everything God says has power in it, and it will accomplish what it says. And so when God says, if you give, it will come back to you, pressed down, shaking together and running over. But the first key word in that scripture says to give. Come on. 
It didn't say that you went up and down the church shouting and screaming and and, and just dance for five minutes and give me a 30-second dance and praise. He said, give. If you're looking for the overflow, there's a condition. I've learned the hard way. My husband and I learned the hard way. We lost a lot of money listening to what religion people were saying to do versus what Scripture says. And we were planting our money in all kinds of soil. And, and, no and had no harvest. No harvest. We lost so much money. It was in such destitute and had no one to turn to. But when we begin to work the word. word. What did we do, baby? We worked the word and, and begin to obey the Father. Yes, yes. It yes. comes back to us pressed down. I was in the car shouting last week for what God had did. Come on, tell me. I was shouting and praising for what it was it, it came out of nowhere. I had no idea. None. And God keeps saying, Y'all haven't seen nothing yet. yet. And and I, I'm I'm sitting back and I'm enjoying this journey with my wife. And then when sometimes God talks to her, when God talks to her about her giving, she comes to me and then, you know, Barry. God told me I have to plant in it. Wait a minute, now how much is that we got to plant? Oh, that, yay. I want to put in too with that. Mm-hmm. Because the simple fact is, I want to harvest too. Why not I plant with my wife and my wife plant with me? Mm. We both learn how to plant with each other. Yes, we do. You know, if we don't, if God said give out 50 and we only got, we give out the 50, but you know what? If I got an extra 20, I'm putting $20 with that 50. Yes, so, you do. And now it's going to be $70. That's it. Before we know it or not. That's right. Now, we're giving together now. Yeah. I know my house is going to be blessed. I know my wife going to be blessed. But mm-hmm. I want some blessing, too. <laughs> I, I ain't going to be sitting and, on the sideline and she getting it all. And and something, something you just touched on. You know, that, it's just that, amazing. That spouses got to learn how to plan in one another. Yes. I watched how many in the household of faith and those that are in leadership, even more so, become jealous over the other partner's uh, ministry. Yes. And we need to learn how to uh, help. This is, this is what we're talking about. We got to help each other's ministry. My, I worked with my husband for several decades. Yes. With his ministry. Yes. Business that God gave him. And I sacrificed tremendously, and I did it with a cheerful heart. It was my desire to it see was. my Thank husband you. happy and pleased to do the work of God because it's my husband's heart and desire to please God. And I want to and keep that in courage. Yes. And I kept that in courage. And so a recent God said, now it's time for you to step out. Yes, it is. And step out in ministry and step out in business. Yes, it is. And my husband, I'm telling you, he planted in me like nobody business. With his finances, with his time, with his labor, with his gifts. Oh, my God. He planted and still planting into me. He made my load and my labor light. Yes. This is why in Ecclesiastics, it says that that there is a good reward for for your labor when you work together because when I receive, he's going to receive. Yes. And so husband and wives, 
Don't let your spouse just say, well, this is my husband ministry. He's the pastor. No, your co-labors and everything that you do. God, do not elevate one without the other. Yes. Because now you have one that is unequally yoked with each other because one is elevated and the other one isn't. And, and, little, and sometimes when that happens. And that ain't God. And when that happens, if, if, if when, when a woman's over a man, it, 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 it hurts him. He, does, he doesn't mind her being in the place, but he needs to be with her. If she's a, an apostle, he needs to be, his, be, her, be her prophet. That's how because God it, teams it up. Yeah. That's how he does it up. He doesn't does it up another way. He don't make him a deacon that make her a, a pastor. He doesn't do that. He's a co-pastor. He's co-pastoring with his wife. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. When the man is an apostle, his wife is a prophetess. That's the bottom line. And that's or the way she's it's an apostle. Or, or he's, he's an apostle. apostle. Yeah. They're both an apostle. Right. Or one was a prophet and one is a, an apostle. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make a difference, but they're both equally yoked, yoked spiritually, together. That's right. Together. That's right. And that's the way it's supposed to bring. That's right. You're not supposed to bring in division that's into the ministry. Mm-hmm. And when you're dealing with religion mindset people, that's what it will happen. That's what it will happen. Mm-hmm. It will bring in division and it will bring anger, strife, and all that negative stuff into yes. the ministry. Yes. But I'm just letting you know that me and Pastor Linda are about to close off. So, mm-hmm. any more words, Pastor Linda? Yes. Um, this is something that my husband said that God gave him three o'clock this morning. Love, having love and compassion, one for another. And this is one of God's greatest attributes, is love and compassion. So I, I speak this to you. This is my prayer for you, that you have love and compassion and patience, love and compassion and kindness, love and compassion and gentleness, love and compassion and friendly and friendliness, love and compassion and goodness, one towards another. In the household of faith, if you do it in the household of faith, you can apply these wonderful attributes to those who are jacked up in sin. Because it, it starts at home. It starts in the kingdom of God. And if you can't do in the kingdom of God, then you are working in dead works. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace and sweet tender mercy. Yes, Lord. Father, everyone at the sound of my voice, Father, I pray that every listener, every follower is blessed. Their household is blessed. That they will receive your word, God, and let them plant this word be planted into their hearts and into their minds, God. Yes. We thank you for their faithfulness to you, Jesus. Those who don't know you, God, we pray that they come to know you. If you don't know Christ and if you want to know him, if you want to be saved on today, all you have to do is say, Lord, come into my heart, come into my mind. Lord, come into my soul and make me one of your children. I believe, Lord God, that you are the King of kings and Lord of lords, Jesus the Christ. I believe, Lord, that you died on Calvary for my sins and that you rose on the third day and that you now sit on the right hand of God. Lord, I believe that you are Jesus the Christ and I am a sinner. Save me on today. 
And if you confess these things with your mouth and believe it in your heart, you are saved. You are part now of the kingdom of God. Your name now is being written in the Lamb's book of life. And now you need to get into a place where you can learn more about Christ. You can learn more about Christ. You can learn more about Christ. And get your life in order because time is of the answers. I heard a prophetess say earlier this year that God told her to tell the people, get your house in order. And so now is the time to get saved and get sanctified. Get filled with the Holy Ghost that you are led by God in his spirit. Because things are not going to get any better. They seem to be getting worse. And you don't know if you're going to be here the next minute or the next hour. God, I give you glory. And so, Father, we thank you for every listener, every soul that was saved, every backslider that have decided to come back to you. God, we thank you for the souls, your, your sheep coming back home like prodigal sons and daughters. And we thank you for their lives. We thank you for their souls, God. Do a new thing in every listener, God. Renew strength. Restore and revive them that they could continue to go forth in your way and your will, not in religion, but according to your word. And it is so, and so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, be helpers one to another. You have been listening to the Daily Bread for Your Souls, a place where your soul will be freed. So I just want to tell you, thank you. We love you. God bless you all. Have a wonderful week. Be encouraged.